TGIF. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs, the Lockdown NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 in San Antonio. And uh, glad to have you back. Hey, hope your Friday shaping up to be a good one. You got a long weekend ahead of you. And speaking of the weekend, Spurs got a couple games ahead of their schedule. They got the Nuggets again. And then I believe they got the Pelicans. So we'll be uh, briefly looking at those two games uh, towards the end of the show. But we're also going to be giving out some quarter season awards. Who's been the biggest surprise? Who's been the biggest disappointment? Who's the MVP? And so much more. I am joined by my good friend, Michael Jimenez. He's with the San Antonio Sports Star, the host of Halftime. Michael, I hear you. Hear you um, you're, you're the most multitasking guy ever. You're podcasting and driving. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm doing it old school, man. Have the phone up against my ear. But I have both hands on the wheel, 10 and 2. Going to try to do this as safely as possible. But, man, anything for you, Jeff. You see, everybody in San Antonio, this is the kind of guy Michael is. He goes above and beyond the call of duty. And if you want to give him a shout-out, follow him on Twitter at MikeESPNSA. So Michael is uh, on uh, kind of a quick uh, stop-in right here in Lockdown Sport. He's a busy man. He has stuff to do with San Antonio Sports Star. So we're not going to keep him on too long. Uh, Michael, we are at... Uh, well, it's a little past the quarter season uh, mark for the Spurs. Can you believe it? The time is just going by fast. Um, they got a win over Denver. They're nine and fifteen, uh, well below five hundred. But nevertheless, let's start off giving out some uh, quarter season awards. So, in no particular order, let's start off with your biggest surprise. Who is getting the Michael Jimenez biggest surprise award at the quarter mark of the season? That's a good question because uh, my biggest surprise right now is DeJounte Murray. Um, we knew that he was a good player and that he was a solid point guard. Uh, but to think that he would be a, 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 you know, you have the ability of going 19, 9, and 9 basically every single game and being a triple-double threat every game I was beyond me. He's like a more efficient Russell Westbrook out there, uh, a better defender than that player, but he has been the biggest surprise to me. I knew he had an extra year, but I didn't think this high. I mean, in the, right. in the off season, there was talks about whether or not the Spurs should flip a DeJounte Murray for a Ben Simmons or a player like that if, if, if DeJounte Murray was the long-term solution at point guard for the Spurs. But, um, man, he has proven a lot of people wrong, me included. Uh, I think he's doing an amazing job. He's efficient out there, playing very well mm-hmm. defensively, averaging two steals a game. Uh, his his stat line is impressive every game, and he has become the leader of this team and, and really the alpha. And I was kind of concerned about that early on in the season, mm-hmm. whether or not he can assume that alpha role that uh, DeMar DeRozan had last year. Uh, but he is the biggest surprise for me, not that he has improved, but how much he has improved, how efficient he has become. And I am very pleasantly surprised and pleased by it all. Yeah, uh, he's... You know, he's getting chatter for a possible all-star bid. Um, you know, maybe not outright, but if there's an injury, you know, perhaps he could be a substitute uh, for uh, the all-star game. He's really elevated his game. He is the alpha of this team. He's shown that he's willing to take that uh, game-winning shot and he's put it on the line. And, you know, you talk about development of his game. He has a nice little mid-range game, you know, a la DeMar DeRozan. I wonder if he picked that up when DeMar was uh, in San Antonio. He's also, uh, you know, kind of a calming force. You know, he's he's always telling the guys, hey, we got to win, but forget about it. Move on. 
Uh, you know, they're, they're below 500. I, I actually think, Michael, they their record would probably be a lot worse if, if it wasn't for Murray and his play this season. For me, Michael, I'm going to go with Jakob Pertl as the biggest surprise uh, award at the quarter season point. Uh, you, you know, and for part of that is because he talked a big game ahead of this season, even in seasons past. I'm going to be more uh, offensive minded. I'm going to get it done on both ends of the court. And the last two seasons, except for this one, he's come up short. Now he's more of a two-way threat on the court. When he was out of uh, commission for the COVID situation he had, the Spurs lost. When he came back, they only lost one game. So he's been a big impact player. Uh, Defensively, he's a beast. But offensively now, he's somewhat of a threat. Michael, your thoughts? Oh, he really anchors that defense, man. Against Jokic last night, uh, he did a very, very good job getting in front of him. And in the past, he has struggled against these elite fours and fives. And uh, he seems to be a lot more comfortable uh, banging bodies where he hadn't done that before. I think he was trying to finesse in the past uh, his way defensively, but he's been a little bit more aggressive on that end. Uh, Offensively, he always cleans up the glass. You know, he seems to have a knack for finding the ball off the rim. Uh, I would agree with you that that he is a, a, a good surprise this, this upcoming this this particular season. Uh, the Spurs are basically a 500 team when he's on the court and a losing team when he's not. Yep. Uh, but the constant that you're seeing right there is Dejounte and Pirtle. They they seem to not have any off nights. Uh, I mean, their off nights are both still pretty decent. Yeah, and and usually the Spurs go as those two guys go. Uh, you know, if Murray's on his game, well, they got a good shot of winning. The Pirtle's on his game, they got a really good shot at winning as well. And uh, that leads us to our next uh, quarter season award right here on Lockdown Spurs with Michael Jimenez. Follow him on Twitter at MikeySPNSA. Is who was the biggest disappointment? Who is getting the Michael Jimenez Spurs quarter season biggest disappointment award? Wow. Uh, that's, I, I feel bad saying this, man, because. If you had asked me this question just two weeks ago, the obvious answer would have been Derek White. Right. You know, Derek White's first 18 games were ridiculously bad, just awful. But the last six games, he's averaged 20.3 points a game. And yep. he is, is, is getting out of his funk. I mean, his three-point shooting is still in the 30% range, which is not good. Uh, even, even turning the corner the last six games, that good. Uh, so right now, it's a head-to-head matchup for me between Derek White, and I hate to say this, Keldon Johnson. Ooh, uh, interesting. I thought Keldon, I, I thought Keldon was going to take it up another level after winning the gold. Uh, I thought he was going to enter this season and be a 17, 18 points per game guy, and he's, you know, getting us the 14 points, you know, which is a little bit of an improvement from last year. Uh, you know, I, I don't have the number off the top of my head, but that's, where I think he's averaging. Uh, but uh, I was hoping that we would get more from him. So I would say this. If I had to give that award out for most disappointing, I would still give it to Derek White. But Keldon Johnson's not that far behind. You know, that's interesting to say that because Keldon Johnson is the second leading scorer on the team. 44 points, 14.4 points per game, excuse me. I nailed it. 14 points, yeah. Yep. 6.4 rebounds per game, about two assists. Uh, he's shooting from the three line 40%, albeit he's only taking about uh, three shots a game and he's making about one. But nevertheless, 
uh, you know, it's funny you say that because it's 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 interesting because he is technically, at least statistically, the second best spur. Decent numbers, but ex- we expected more. I mean, that's the thing. What are we disappointed in? Being disappointed doesn't mean that they're a bad player. Being yeah. disappointed doesn't mean that they're a scrub. It just means that we expected more. And from Keldon Johnson, especially banging bodies all summer long with you know, elite NBA players for Team USA and practicing with them and, and being on the court with them and winning that gold, I thought he was going to come out here and be a 17, 18-point-per-game player. I thought he was going to be an 18-9 and nine kind of guy. And uh, he hasn't materialized into that. And he's getting the minutes, so there's no excuse of saying, oh, well, you know, Pop's only playing him 24 minutes right. a game. No, he's getting he's getting 28 to 32 minutes a game. He's, getting he's, actually, he's actually averaging a 31.1 minutes per game. Yeah, so that means it's per 36 is what, like 15 points? It's yes, not it's enough, man. We need, yeah. we need more from that position. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Because it's a business scam to get you out of your money. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions now. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't want, need, or just forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it really, really simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will take care of the rest. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I use it. I love it. You should use it right now. Go download it right now. Truebill has over 2 million users that help save them over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It can save you thousands a year. Trubo.com slash locked on NBA. For me, Michael, I'm going to go with Lonnie Walker. Um, I, I really expected him to kind of have his breakout season. Uh, no more DeMar DeRozan, no more Rudy Gay ahead of him in the rotation. It's him. He's going to be the sixth man. And, you know, he is uh, for the most part this season. And so far, at least through uh, 20 plus games, a quarter mark of the season, He's only averaging 10.3 points per game in 22.4 minutes per game. Now, albeit he's becoming a little bit more consistent than less than than inconsistent in the last few games. But I really thought with the departure of the veterans and, uh, you know, this whole uh, youth movement that Walker would be front and center. And uh, so far he hasn't. Uh, let Let me, let me go with that. So against Denver last night, Great game. 25 minutes, 21 points. Phenomenal. But against New York, 16 minutes, 3 points. At Phoenix, 19 minutes, 6 points. Um, and finally, against the Warriors, 21 points in 30 minutes. There's that inconsistency again. Now, he's fully aware of it. He talked about it after the game, uh, the win over the Denver uh, yesterday night, that he's aware of it, that he knows there's nights that he's off. But he still says he gets it done defensively. So, yes, I, I do give him that nod. But I really expected more out of him. Uh, Michael, your thoughts? You know, he is um, an interesting player. I, I don't really blame him because Pop never gave him consistency his first few seasons with the Spurs. You know, the minutes were inconsistent. Was he the sixth man? Was he the starter? Was he the eighth guy on the team? I mean, because 
I mean, up until recently, he was not the sixth man. He was the third person coming off the bench. Right. Um, but I would say this, at least the highs are getting higher. I know you're, you, mm-hmm. you're looking at the last four games and saying, well, he had a, a game with six points and a game with three points, so he had two really bad games. He's inconsistent. I get that, but there's also two games out there where he's had over 20 points. And I look at it that, this way. Isn't that kind of what Patty Mills used to do for the Spurs? Sure. Wasn't Patty Mills the guy that was getting 18 to 21 points one game and then getting four the next? So the Spurs are, are, are you know, at least giving him more minutes. Uh, you know, Lonnie Walker's minutes have gone up. Uh, there's only so much, so many minutes out there to be to be shared out there. Uh, but Lonnie obviously started poorly this season. Mm-hmm. But at least, at least he's hitting a little bit higher of a ceiling every once in a while, which is more than what he was giving in November. Right. Uh, yeah. But we're we're noticing a pattern here. The pattern here is Hurdle, Lonnie, and and Derek. If, if, if they're playing a little bit better, the Spurs have a chance to win. And the Spurs have a chance to, to, to play well against a Phoenix team. They have a chance to play well and beat a Golden State team. I mean, that, that Golden State victory, uh, I mean, that was, that was the second unit coming to mm-hmm. play. And Lonnie's being a big part of the second unit. So I'm not so disappointed in Lonnie anymore. And the reason why I'm not so disappointed in him it's because at this point in his career, at this point being with the team, I just didn't have any expectations for him. Right. So if every once in a while he can throw up a 20-point game, do that once a week or, or twice uh, every four or five games, I'll take it because I have no expectations anymore. He is Michael Jimenez. Follow him on Twitter at MikeESPNSA. He is the host of Halftime. You can listen to over there at San Antonio Sports Star, 1250 on your AM dial. and Or just simply go to their YouTube page at San Antonio Sports Star. We're giving out uh, quarter season awards right here on Locked On Spurs, and we're going to continue that by uh, giving out the, the big award right now. That is your quarter season MVP for the Silver and Black. Michael, who you got? Uh, the obvious choice is uh, DeJounte Murray, um, Oops, simply yeah. because averaging 19, 8.5, 8.5, and, and, and two steals, man. I mean, that's the obvious MVP. Uh, but one of the most improved players that would be like my – honorable mention is Devin Vassell. Uh, Devin Vassell, you know, he's, he's got back in action with the Spurs uh, this past game against, um, against the Nuggets after having that quad injury. Um, Vassell has been a, a player that has been getting more and more and more burn. Um, you know, he was, you know, getting 12 to 15 minutes as a rookie and, you know, started this season getting 18 to 20 and all of a sudden they started creeping up. And it's like, oh, look at Vassell there. Look at, look at him get 26 minutes. Look at him get 28 minutes. And um, I mean, that guy is a budding star. You know, we talk about players like Kelvin Johnson, mm-hmm. Joshua Primo, uh, being like, who's, who's going to be the next first star player to complement DeJounte Murray's leap? We already have him, man. We have one of those guys, and that's Devin Vassell. I, I, Absolutely. I am buying as much stock in Devin Vassell as I can. Because, I mean, he's just 21 years old. He's three or four years away from his, his, the beginning of his, of his peak. And, man, I mean, I, I'm so impressed with what he's done with this team. I'm so impressed with his, his, his maturity, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. He's just a smart player, and I want him to be on the team 
for many, many, many years to come. So he's my honorable mention. Yeah, I'm glad. That's a good way to combo um, two awards and the award that we had up next, most improved, because you're absolutely right. The, the MVP, DeJounte Murray so far. Uh, uh, you know, he flirts with a triple-double nightly now. For him to drop a triple-double is almost expected. You know, uh, you know the scoring, the assists, the rebounds. He just gets it done. And we, we highlighted the fact that he has a little bit of a, a mid-range game in his arsenal now. Defensively, he's still one of the better uh, rebounding uh, guards in the league. Lengthy, you know, plays the passing lanes well. So, as we mentioned earlier, you know, the Spurs probably would be in a worse position right now. I mean, maybe that might be a good thing for those who are counting ping pong balls. Um, uh, the Spurs probably would not have at least nine wins so far in the season. Uh, but yeah, Dejounte Murray, the obvious um, most valuable player for the Spurs at the quarter point of the season. And again, you you took uh, took my thunder, man. Yeah. Most improved player, in my opinion, is Devin Vassell. Did you see that dunk he had against Denver? I mean, my goodness. This is a guy who's coming off a quad injury and does that. Popovich even <laughs> highlighted that uh, after the win, saying, like, he looked fine to me, that his leg looked good. You know, he just crushed one on the Nuggets. Yeah. And here's he's, something, he's too, Michael. I wanna, I wanna, yeah, I want to get your thoughts on this. We know the X's and O's. You know, we know what he can do uh, on the offensive end and defensive end, you know, that he's a he's a budding star. We, we, we get all that. But I want to talk about the intangibles that he brings. Remember in the beginning of the season when he called out his team? I mean, just put them on blast. And then he rallies the troops and puts on, leads a uh, players-only meeting. Your thoughts on those intangibles that he brings? First of all, I absolutely love it. And... One of the things that I take pride in as a Spurs fan is that James Pledger and I from the San Antonio Sports Star, we fell in love with Devin Vassell when he was at Florida State. We watched a lot of Florida State basketball the season that he, or the year that he left that team and entered the draft. Um, we would look at each other and say, that is a Spur player right there. That is the kind of guy that we want for all the things that he can do to be able to guard the one, two, and three for him to have athleticism, shoot, you know, lock down, knock down threes and be a lockdown defender, not be a three and D guy because he has a lot of slash in him. But when you take a look at, at the intangibles, I mentioned a pledger on halftime uh, a few weeks ago. This was before the players only meeting, which by the way, the stones he has at age 21, mm-hmm. all that type of meeting I'm impressed with. But I noticed that there were a couple of games where they would go to timeout, and I don't know. Spurs would have a uh, a bad play, or or they would slack defensively on something. And the one that is yelling on the court and you know clapping his hands, like just getting upset, but not upset as in like throwing up his arms in disgust, but trying to pump people up, was Devin Vassell. And I and I I replayed something. I, I said a, a clip to James. I said, Hey, look at this. Look what he's doing. Like. Everyone, because when the Spurs were losing a lot of games, you know, there's a lot of bad, I sometimes body language, but Vassell was having none of it. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, uh, I would say that right now my favorite player on the team is Devin Vassell. Uh, I think Vassell, as of right now, out of all the players that are on the active roster right now, has the highest ceiling as of today. And um, I, I'm very proud of how he's developed, and I can't, I can't wait to see what kind of player he's going to be for this team two or three years from now. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose 
from many delicious flavors at Built Bar. Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salty caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. You look at Vassell and... Uh, you know, first of all, I want to go back to when he called out the team publicly. I mean, I cannot remember the last time a Spur did that. Just put his teammates on blast like that, saying, we got to clean it up. This is unacceptable. I'm looking at last Johnson. season. Avery Johnson. I mean, Avery Johnson was very vocal about that. I, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I love that. I love that. You know, this is a team that, oh, you know, where's the leadership going to come from? Maybe it was already there. It just needed some, a little bit of a push uh, to get there. And uh, so far, um, looks like Vassell is taking that mantle as well. Let's talk about some of the young guy, younger guys. You know, this is a very young team. Uh, Spurs got three rookies uh, on the roster. They got Jock Landale, they got Josh Primo, and they got uh, Wieskamp. Now, all of them are spending time in Austin. Jock is the latest one right now. Who who is who is your quarter season? rookie award well i mean we had to say primo right yeah yeah Yeah. i I think that's obvious but i like what i see out of the other two you know i mean primo on the offensive side of the ball is ready for the nba defensively he looked lost uh early on when he saw bradley beal just abuse him uh, when they played the wizards recently yeah uh but that but but that was also a game where primo knocked down two three-pointers and did it in stride and was two for two that game and was showing a lot of confidence on the offensive side. And I liked, I like what the Spurs are doing with him. I did not want, you know, pop and, and, and RC and Brian Wright to bury him in Austin. They're bringing him, they're sending them back and forth. You know, he, he goes to Austin, plays 30 minutes, comes back to the Spurs, plays 10 minutes. I am perfectly fine with that. I'm happy with that. Offensively, he's ready for the NBA. He is sure. smart. Uh, he is very mature, especially for his age. He's very mature, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, he needs to get better defensively. And he's shown that the last couple of games that he's been out there, getting a little bit of play, uh, he he seems to have uh, like against Phoenix. 
he, he seems to be um, more comfortable out there on the defensive end of the ball. Sure. And I don't know if it's the Phoenix game or the Golden State game that I'm thinking about, but it's, it's one of those two games where he seemed to be a lot more comfortable and played about 18 minutes that game. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. Wieskamp is throwing down in the in the G League. I mean, he is. He yes, is, he is. He's uh, he, he, you know he's a three he's a three point threat. That's what he was in college, you know. And and he knocked down so many three pointers in his college career. He's doing it in the G League, and it's just one of those things. Can he be a Trey Jones type of player that makes his way from often to the end of the bench to suddenly getting significant minutes? Now, Jock, it's Jock. I don't. I really don't know. Yeah, he's interesting not, of the rookies. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, last night uh, for Austin, I think he was like Jeez. 12 for 14, like 28 points, 26 points. He, yeah, he 28 went points off. in 26 minutes. 28 points. And, he'll... and it, it's one of those things where, I mean, come on, man. Is Drew Eubanks better than Jock? I mean, can, do, can, can we honestly say that? I mean, no offense well, to Drew, who, by the way, knocked down his first three-pointer. Last night was the ugliest form I've ever seen, but it ever but it went yeah, it was in. Pretty bad. Uh, it was an awkward three pointer from the left corner. It went in, but uh, you know I look at at um, at Jock and I and I think to myself, you know, is it the fact that he wasn't with cut? Because I mean, athletically, you know, he's a he you know he's a better fit. Um, he he has more experience on the international stage. You know, winning a bronze medal, you know, playing for the Australia team, playing professional ball overseas. It's not like this dude is a rookie. I mean, why are we sending someone? What is, how old is he? He's like 26 years old? Why are we sending him to Austin? What's the point? Just so they get a few well, I, I think, I think I think this is actually a good sign. I think you want to look at his time in Austin as a good thing because that could be a sign that they're getting, they, the San Antonio team, getting ready to use him more. He's been on that bench, really hasn't gotten any type of reps on the court. You know, he, he had a concussion. He had COVID. Let's get him going now. Perhaps look at it that way, like a chance for them to, okay, let him let, let him get his legs under him, go to Austin. And then when we recall him, throw him out there. Because in that Austin game, I watched it, and I even shared a clip with him. You know, he he has pump fake, step into the three line, Take the shot, mid-range game down. Hit the three yeah. shot as well. He went two for two from the three line. Uh, but back to the basket game. He looked like a man among boys. I mean, he made it look simple. Now, yes, is it the G League level? Yes, it is. But he was a take pro that, amongst amateurs, dude. Yes, he was a he pro was just, amongst amateurs. Yeah, he was just wrecking shop. Now, the good news is. Yeah, you know, you, you, me, listeners can see him again because uh, Austin and and uh, Texas Legends they play again a back to back situation. So we'll see if that was just lightning in a bottle. You know, maybe he just you know, you know, just hadn't played and just played a ball out. But if he sustains that again, then yeah, the Spurs definitely have something. But yes, going back to Primo, obviously he is the uh, quarter season rookie award winner here on Lockdown Spurs. Uh, you know, uh, does he have work to do? Of course. Defensively, he needs work. Uh, his assist-to-turnover ratio is a little too high. It's pretty bad. Um, but all in all, you look at Primo and you say, hey, Spurs got something here. And by the way, Michael, we're getting wwe right now off the ropes, charging in from the stage. 
He's going to suplex you right now. James Pledger, San Antonio Sports Stars, very own, is, is WWE in us right now. James, welcome to Locked On Spurs. Welcome to the Suplex Dome, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we have another invasion here on Locked On Spurs. By the way, how Spurs. lazy are you, Michael? Why? Because I'm oh, doing my surprise the of the I'm year a- and my MVP of the year, DeJounte Murray. He's also my most improved. He's also uh, no, like, no, no. DeJounte Murray every quarter season award you got. I had Devin Vassell as my most improved. You have Devin man. as yes. the most improved. So, no, but Let's I mean, see, uh, DeJounte I, gets breakfast, so he gets the best teammate <laughs> award. DeJounte is the leader, so we'll give him the leadership award. Uh, we'll give him the coach on the floor award for being. Come on, dude. Be a little bit only, unique with the, it. He is the only potential all star on this team. The dude's averaging 19, 8.5, 8.5, and 2. And we've, we've shown this stat. That stat line has has only happened twice in the NBA. And that's why that he's Magic the MVP. Johnson and Michael Jordan. Obviously, and that's yeah, why he's he the, MVP. the MVP. And I don't disagree with that. But why don't you step outside the box when you do something like surprise of the year? Jakob Pertl's Step outside great... the box. Step outside oh, the yeah. box. I... People, people were wanting to get rid of DeJounte Murray at the beginning of the season. And now it's he's like the only outside the box when you're giving him multiple awards. When Yes, most, most valuable player. That's like... Dude. Dude, you're That's still the mad one he gets. That's the one. If you're going to do a surprise, why you're if you're going <laughs> to be about Heath Ledger and the Dark Knight, that's why you're no, mad. No, no, this has nothing to do with that. But if you're going to be a surprise, <laughs> do something worthy. How about Keldon Johnson's my surprise player of the year? Because we put high, high expectations on Keldon this offseason, what he did with Team USA, who he was supposed to be coming into this season, and he hadn't quite lived up to that. That's a big surprise. Wait, wait, it, wait, wait, wait. Take wait, the award wait, and wait, flip wait, wait, it wait. on its head. Look at it from a different perspective michael let's go let's go over what we, what what we I have said earlier about my biggest disappointment with keldon johnson was was, was well, i have no clue Derek what you White said earlier keldon johnson. Well, he, well let me give you a quick update so mvp we give that to murray most improved we gave that to uh vassell surprise mm-hmm. jimenez went with murray i went with Jakob uh at the rookie award obviously we're gonna give that to primo that's what we're talking about right now and uh, biggest disappointment, I said Lonnie, and uh, Jimenez said Keldon. See, see, you left out the fact that y'all had a most disappointing award. I did not know that. Well, there you go. That's why I was trying to catch you up right now. Hey, uh, quickly, um, we're talking about the rookies, the set of rookies right now, James. Um, uh, we all know that Primo's heads up with the ref, uh, rest among the three rookies, Reese Camp, Landale, and, of course, Primo. But what do you think the Spurs are going to do with Jock moving forward? I said it was a good sign they're sending him to Austin. He's perhaps a sign they're going to use him a little bit more, let him get his legs under him. Uh, He's been sitting on that San Antonio bench, and at least in one game in Austin, he he looked like a man among boys. Your thoughts on Jock moving forward? Yeah, Lucas Simonich looked like a man among boys in Austin, too. He went to Simonich, my goodness. I mean, I, I take what you see in Austin with a grain of salt, obviously. I would love to see more Jakob on the big boy club. I, or not Jakob, but uh, Jacques. Yeah. I would love to see Jacques Landau on the big boy club. I'd love to see him get some run. Those five minutes he got against the Knicks where he hit a three, I was about that. 
but then he immediately gets sent to Austin. He's had an issue with the concussion and COVID protocols this year. So it's obviously kept him away from the team, but I, it's so hard because of what the Spurs do and how they utilize Austin to get a gauge on what they actually think of Jacques Landale. I just wish yeah. for once that, I mean, this is a team that needs size and shooting from the size I mean, do you not think Jakob's a better option yeah. than Drew Eubanks when it comes to defending bigs in the NBA? Yeah, I shared a uh, video clip of of Jock uh, just showing off like a um, you know a pump fake from the th- from the three uh, step into a long midi nails he nailed it. You know, he his back to the basket game looked solid. Uh, obviously, he was knocking down threes. I think he went two for two uh, running the floor. That caught my attention. Right, I didn't know how swift he was. He was really running up and down that court with Austin. So he's he has like yeah, he's if very you've ever smooth. watched him play for whether it's Australia or in the NBA uh NBL over in Australia where he came from, that professional league where he was the MVP this past season. Like he's extremely smooth and fluid and he runs with a high motor. These are things that you obviously think would get him playing time with the San Antonio Spurs because it, they're usually the traits that are coveted by the Spurs, but we just have yet to see him be able to take part with San Antonio. And that's a little bit frustrating in a sense, but I mean, as Spurs fans, we're used to being frustrated with not seeing players play with the Spurs that we like to see minutes from. Hey, Michael, I was going to get get your quick uh, thoughts real fast. I know you can talk about Jock real fast, but are are we sleeping on Wieskamp? Because he's quietly having himself a pretty good run with Austin. I mean, for him to go 20 or more points, knocking down threes like their layups is is easy for him. No, we're not sleeping on him. I mean, there's only so many minutes to go around. In the spring, and he has a lot like of players that he needs to jump over to get some playing time. It's nice to have him there because in case somebody does get hurt, you know, uh, God forbid a, a Derek White or, a, uh, or Vassell has a season-ending type of injury, you need to have a, 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 some players that are there that are going to be able to jump up from JV to varsity. So we're not sleeping on him. I, I look at him going the trajectory of, of Trey Jones, and uh, it's obvious that he's an NBA player. I mean, he has NBA potential. He has NBA uh, to get 10, 12, 15 minutes a game and be a role player on a team. Uh, do I think that he's going to be a star one day? Probably not. You know, probably not. But uh, he has the potential to make a rotation. And it's nice that the Spurs have a little bit more depth than we originally thought. Your thoughts, James? Probably not. It sounds a lot like you just hit the snooze button on Wieskamp. Well, I mean, do we think that he's the next coming of Reggie Miller? What what, what are we talking about here? I mean, maybe. Maybe he's the next Reggie Miller. Maybe he's the next Steph Curry. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I I tell you this much. Uh, He's surprisingly athletic. (laughs) He's surprisingly athletic. I didn't think he, he, he had more than just an outside game. He attacks the, the term my people use is sneaky athletic. I said my people. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a gym rat. <laughs> yeah, he's a gym rat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He loves the gym. Hey, hold on, hold on. The term my people prefer is sneaky athletic. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, we're running he's out of time here. Strong. Um, yeah, we're running out of time here on this episode of Locked On Spurs. But, James, while we got you on the line here after your invasion here, let's go down your awards uh, quickly. Um, I believe you're going to go with Murray as your uh, MVP. 
I mean, it's obvious. Murray okay. has been the greatest player on the San Antonio Spurs at this point. And he is, if he's not selected an all-star right now, especially with not only the injury to Dame Lillard, but the way he's playing and some of the down play from some of the guards that we expected to be in the ring to be an all-star, like, he is easily an all-star right now, in my opinion, in the Western Conference. And right, I believe... if he's not voted as one, then yeah. I would see that as one of the biggest snubs, even bigger than the DeMar snub. I believe you're going to go with Primo as your rookie quarter-season rookie award right there. It's kind of obvious. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think it's that obvious. Has Wieskamp been playing better than Primo? Well, you know, Primo's going to be in a lot more. Well, defensively, Primo uh, gets the edge on Wieskamp. Because at least in okay. the NBA... Yeah, I'll call up the defensive and... rookie of the year award. Or no, I'm just saying all around, all around game, all around game so far. It looks like Primo has a little bit of an edge, but um, I love Primo. Is... But if if we're comparing stats, and mainly because Wieskamp's just he's had more time in Austin to get more minutes because Primo's been being called up and down so much, I kind of skew towards Wieskamp a little bit. Who was your biggest surprise award winner? Uh, obviously, uh, as evidenced by my run-in, it's Keldon Johnson, just because it's, there were such high expectations for him. So my surprise is how he hasn't lived up to it. Got it. Uh, runner-up is Jakob, because nobody expected the leap that he's given this year. And what Jakob's doing and what he's meant to this Spurs, uh, defense especially has been invaluable. Biggest disappointment? Uh... When it comes to disappointments, I think the biggest disappointment is Thad Young. And and I say that in terms of we thought he was going to be a major rotational piece. And and maybe this this award shouldn't go to Thad, but uh, to the Spurs coaching staff. Because I'm not – I understand the reason why they're not doing it. Because the young guys are getting run, and I can't be mad about that. But it just feels like what – what was the point of trading for Thad if not yeah. to utilize Yeah, because at that point, at that point, the trade for DeMar was not for Thad or for uh, any other, anything other, other than a 2025 first-round draft pick. I mean, the fact that Thad Young played less than a minute against the mm-hmm. Nuggets is insulting to him yeah. and to any other veteran that may want to consider coming to San Antonio. It is, and that's why it's a disappointment. Because, yeah, yeah, and it's not on him. It's it, that's that's a disappointment. It's on, on the coaching staff. Situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that uh, I love him. You know, he doesn't hold back in the media. You know, about his uh, thoughts on his playing time. Uh, he's letting the Spurs know exactly what he feels like. So the Spurs uh, continue their regular season this weekend. They got the Nuggets and the Pelicans. I think Michael Jimenez might be joining me tomorrow at the AT and T Center. Um, it's a possibility. I'd like yeah. to go. I got I to gotta talk to Rob about that, but yeah. Um, but Michael, how do you see these uh, next two games going for the Spurs? Uh, I think the Spurs will uh, lose against the Nuggets on Saturday and will come back mm-hmm. and beat the Pelicans. So I think they'll Your thoughts, the James? Two. I concur. I mean, right. uh, the, the things, much how the, it lined up perfectly for the Spurs to beat the Warriors last Friday in which the Warriors were playing a back-to-back. They had just come off of an emotional win against the Phoenix Suns. You were kind of catching them at the right time that it was possible to upset them. 
the Nuggets, it's the same thing. The day before, the night before, they played not only a game and were playing a back-to-back, but they were played an overtime game to get a back-to-back. So those sure. legs were probably a little tired after a day off, getting some rest under them, getting some rehab, uh, uh, actual walkthrough, shoot-around to where they can have a practice today. I mean, I feel like they will be more prepared for the San Antonio yeah. Spurs in the second game. Absolutely. I think I, I got a split as well. One on one, you know, going to have a little tough test with Denver, arrested Denver, and then, of course, should cruise to a win over New Orleans. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the uh, quarter season awards we just gave out? Who are your uh, award winners from MVP to biggest disappointment to biggest surprise? What about an award for pleasure and his macho man impersonation? You need to let him know how he did. Make sure to uh, follow him on Twitter at I am Pleasure. He's a co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover on San Antonio Sports Star. And the other guy, Michael Jimenez, the host of Halftime. He's big time now, James. I didn't realize that. It hit me right now. Never do a slim jam. <laughs> Michael Jimenez is big time now. He has his own show now at the Star. Oh, yeah. That's why he's not going to meet you at the game. Oh, well, in that case. He said <laughs> yeah. he will, but he won't. He's like, ah, it's like the UTSA game where we're all going to the UAB game. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. And then he was like, nah, I'm not going. Oh, yeah. Man, it's like wow. that now? Michael, it's like that Wow. Now? You know, he didn't even let me off the hook with kidney stones, man. I had kidney stones. <laughs> it was like two weeks prior, man. Michael, by the way, what is the next movie you're going to review? Which, what's the next disappointment you're going to give me? Uh, I, I think PT. it's going to be E.T. Although there are people on Twitter right now who are asking me to review, uh, like American Me, and and movies like that. Yeah. So Tombstone's uh, getting a lot of votes too. You no, know, I, I would also put on your list. I don't know if you're, you've seen these movies. Um, Jimenez, The Last Starfighter, and Flight of the Navigator. Does that ring a bell? Never seen and Never heard of any of those movies. All right, watch The Last Starfighter then. Of of those two, those are my suggestions. Um, I can't wait until I, I get to review uh, Transformers 1980. Oh, uh, that you're treading on sacred ground there. <laughs> that is sacred nerd ground. Anything More than less than an A, beyond. anything less than an A plus is going to start a riot. It's going to start a riot, a nerd riot, so bad. Was, I gave Gremlins a B plus, man. But you know what? I was anticipating you to do that. I actually was more shocked that you gave. Uh, Dark Knight, something less than an A plus. I mean, that is just ridiculous. That right, is movie. Just... It was okay. It was... It's not okay. It's not. Did you not see the interrogation scene? How wonderful that was. The icons going at each other in a mental game of chess. I mean, James, is this kid? Does he not know that? I don't take his movie great seriously. Oh God, man, does it kill me? I mean, <laughs> half Knight. of. Uh... Half of Batman's face is showing, man. Two thirds of it. How do they not know it's not Bruce Wayne? How, they thought how, I was Harvey know? Dent. Did you not see that point in the movie where they're having dinner and the girl puts the piece of paper up to his chin? Oh, please, Harvey Dent. Nobody knew. On top of it. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. You have to be Dick, ridiculous. How, how do you work with this guy? I don't. I, I tolerate him. <laughs> I'm telling you, he man, is you're, you're treading on on thin ice with Transformers '86, man. 
That is like I think I think E.T. is next. We'll see how that goes. All right. All right. Well, we are done talking. Make sure the movies to put that movie off for you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs where we get your favorite podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. And the Nuggets are up next again to go check out Lockdown Nuggets. So for Michael Jimenez, James Pleasure, they both are with San Antonio Sports Star. I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Thank you.